When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Are you frustrated and confused about how to attract new clients? Nothing you have done is working, and you're tired of waiting for the phone to ring. Imagine learning the tips and tools that will help you get noticed and booked by your ideal client and paid what you're worth for your amazing services. Now's the time to make your dream a reality, and the Ambitious Entrepreneur Show will teach you how. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. Imagine selling up your house and all of your possessions, moving to the beach, and then five months later generating a five-figure income in one month. Do you think you'd be able to achieve that? Well, my guest today is Natalie Hill, a business coach for women entrepreneurs, and this is exactly what she did. She sold everything. She moved to a beach in Thailand, and within five months, she celebrated her first $10,000 for the month. And today, Natalie is going to share some of her secrets as to how she was able to accomplish the success, particularly around the mindset, the mental game that she had to play and the mental game that we have to play too if we want to build a successful business and generate $10,000 a month on a consistent basis. And she shares how your beliefs are creating a glass income ceiling and an easy way to raise that ceiling, the common mistake that many people make in their pricing, as well as how to fix that and double your income overnight. And two words that will help you start thinking bigger, getting more clients and earning more money and much more. So let's welcome Natalie to the show. So welcome to the call, Natalie. Thank you, Anne-Marie. Now, how to get paid what you're worth? I think that is something that all ambitious entrepreneurs or many ambitious entrepreneurs continue to struggle with. And I know that you have some expertise that you want to share with us today just to really help us stand in our power with money so that we can get paid what we're worth. Now, I know in business success, there's the mental and then there's emotional. And I know you call that the mental game. How much of business success do you think is really tied to that? Well, you know, it's hard to put an actual number to this because it's impossible to truly measure. But I think from my work with entrepreneurs that it's at least 80% is what I would call the mental game or the inner game. Mm-hmm. Because it's even if a person knows all of the best techniques, they're great at marketing and branding and, you know, writing and speaking and all of that, if they still have inner blocks that are stopping them from charging what they're worth, from really having the confidence to do what they do, even if they're brilliant at it, mm. if they lack that inner confidence, then they'll still be blocked and they won't reach the level of success that they can. And mm-hmm. so in my experience of working with clients, I'd say it's about 80%. <laughs> 
And that's interesting you should say that because I know a lot of entrepreneurs and even a lot of my colleagues, they may sort of complain, you know, I've been trying to do everything. I've been marketing. I've got my business plan. Those are all very external factors that we're thinking about. So what you're talking about here is, hang on a minute, you may have all of those things in place, but if you don't have the mental game, you know, the mental, the emotional, that can still create inner blocks. Do you find that there's an easy way to identify whether or not you're stuck because of the inner block? I just feel like if you're not getting the results that is obvious that you should be getting Mm. from the work that you're doing, you do have inner blocks. And so it's so easy to identify and work toward clearing them that I always recommend looking for the inner blocks. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's such a big part of what I do. I wouldn't even do one without the other. Yeah. So if someone's listening today and, and she or he has been experiencing some difficulty and they've been trying to do lots of things, it most likely is an, an inner block. And, and I know we're going to talk about that in a lot more depth. So how is it that we get stuck? Because I know a lot of people, and I think you might have this with your clients too, they get to a certain income level and then they just can't reach over it. So how is it that we get stuck at that certain level of income? Well, it's interesting. There can be many different causes that are really unconscious. And you can think, oh, this couldn't have anything to do with it. But it could trace back to, you know, a time in your childhood where you were so proud of yourself that you had a lot of money and your sibling stole it from you or you got in trouble, you were scolded for being too prideful or for bragging, or it could be that you lost it. You know, you found a bunch of money or you got a bunch of money, you earned a bunch of money, whatever, Mm -hmm. and you lost it. And the pain of losing it, you now associate with having a bunch of money. And so all of these things, even though you might look at it today as an adult and say, that's ridiculous. My logical mind says that couldn't have any impact on my success today. Believe me, it can. When you use techniques to release those connections, you can find that you can so much more easily make a lot more money than you've been making. Mm. And do you think, though, that some of the people that are listening today have obviously, they might have tried to overcome that or, you know, they think consciously as an adult, this is just ridiculous. I should be able to work through that on my own. What would you have to say to someone who's thinking that? Because I know if you're saying that 80% is really the mental game, you know, we need to start doing and taking some action steps to really help us overcome this. Yeah. Well, there are many, many things that all of us can do on our own. And the vast majority of what I do, I do on my own. Mm. But sometimes something just feels like a certain thing feels really tricky and I might want somebody to help me with it. But primarily, you know, it's that can't see the forest for the trees thing. Sometimes we're so lost inside of our own sort of paradigm, you know, in our own mind and in our own psyche that we can't necessarily see what it is that we might need help Mm. with. Because even though like with the client, with my private clients, even though I do some of this kind of work with my clients, when I'm personally guiding them through doing the clearing work, I also advise them on techniques that they can use daily or Mm -hmm. that they can use for themselves. Yeah. And you said many causes and and obviously one that you've identified is is what we can see or what we can hear or what people have said as we were growing up. And I'm going to ask you in a moment, uh, if you don't mind, maybe to share some of your 
your limiting beliefs and <laughs> stories. But one of mine that I can remember when my parents, when I was younger, was money is very hard to come by. I mean, they came yeah. from an immigrant. They were immigrants from Holland and they came to New Zealand and they basically started off with nothing. And when they just got married, they were married in the Second World War. So things were very scarce. And so that's the sort of thing that you're talking about. I grew up hearing that constantly. So they were very careful with their money. Is that the sort of thing you're talking about? That's exactly the sort of thing I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. And like, for example, I even had an experience. I think I was about three. And I was playing on the, the dresser of one of my older sisters, and she had a fancy watch. It was I don't, it was probably gold. I don't know. But I broke it. It had these funny hinges, and I was probably trying to figure out how it worked or something. But I broke the hinges of the watch, and I got in trouble. I got in big trouble from that, mm-hmm. from my mother. Now, my mother was probably not trying to set in place lifelong limitations for me. But what I believe I got from that is that I can't take care of things or it's not worth keeping things that are valuable because I'll probably just break them. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And so I've noticed even as an adult, you know, as recently as a couple of years ago, this belief coming up. And so, you know, these are things that if we want to really be free, if we want to make as much money as we want to make and be successful in our business, we have to find ways to release them. Otherwise, they control us in ways that we're not consciously aware of. Yeah. And do you find that something that you've had to really spend some time to recall? Because, I mean, obviously, between now and when we were children, so many things have happened. And it's not till we actually sit down and think about what was it that my parents said? Is there any events that occurred, such as the one that you've just explained, that has impacted me so greatly that I now as an adult am making decisions based on that event and what I was told? Well, I do not think that it's necessary to go all the way back through your life and harvest every event and figure out what it might have caused. A little bit of that can Mm. be beneficial, but mainly what we need to recognize is what are the beliefs that I am carrying Mm -hmm. because that's what needs to be changed. It's not necessarily the event, although sometimes we do carry pain and you know emotional pain from an event. So sometimes some of that clearing does need to be done, but it can be done very quickly and easily and without re-enacting the whole process. You don't have to relive the pain. Mm. You know, just hearing you talk about this, it really, as a parent, we realize just how significant our choice of words are. And as you mentioned that about breaking something, I think of my son and he is always breaking things, you know, and I now look back and think, my goodness, maybe I'm going to have to talk to my husband too and say, look, we need to be very mindful. And it's just things that we say in the heat of the moment. Oh, you know, you broke something again, sort of thing. They take that on board, don't they? And it's, oh, I sort of think to him, um, think that later on in life, hopefully he won't get stuck with that story. Do you want to share some other, I guess, beliefs, limiting beliefs and emotional blocks? Did you have any more that you've had to overcome in your uh, business to achieve success? Well, you know, some of the most common core beliefs are some of the ones that I've carried, like the core belief of I'm not good enough or I'm not worthy, you know, of success or of love. These are very common core beliefs that many people carry and they are so limiting. Mm. You know, they can really block you from success and happiness in any area of your life. But also people can carry the blocks of I'm not as good as the competition Mm -hmm. or 
change is dangerous, change is hard, I don't like change, that's a really common one. The belief of there's something wrong with me, I'm defective, that's a very common one. So those are all, or I'll have to work too hard even. Yeah. You know, those are all very common beliefs that that block people. There's really thousands of them. So, you know, another one might be, if I get it, I'll just lose it. Yes. Can't hold on to good things like money or success or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Or people, oh, another big one that blocks people from wanting to speak, like public speaking or being seen in public, is the fear of being criticized or ridiculed or laughed at. That's a huge one. Yeah, I can imagine. And just hearing you say those, I mean, my energy just shifted as soon as you said those things, and it was really a heavy weight. And I can see if people really are thinking those, their internal voice is saying, you know, I'm not worthy, I'm not as good as the competition, I can see how that will impact greatly their ability to get paid what they're worth in their business. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. And these things are especially powerful when they're unconscious, when they're really active kind of all the time, it, sort of as if they're under the radar of your conscious awareness, but they're like a low hum. You know, in the background of your mind and in your actions, they can cause all kinds of things. So just becoming aware as a starter, as a starting point of what it is that are your limiting beliefs can be a powerful, very powerful first step. Yeah. And just noticing what thoughts come up and obviously whatever comes up for you. And if it does so consistently, that's a great indication that, hey, this belief is actually limiting me and stopping me from getting paid what I'm worth. Yep. Yeah. So you talk about growing spiritually, having to grow spiritually to earn more money. Do you want to speak a little bit more about that? Sure. Well, I have, I really just discovered this myself when I became an entrepreneur, that it was so evident to me that as I wanted to earn more, as I wanted to grow more in my business and step out and become more successful, I could see that I had fears and blocks that were in my way of doing that. And so in order to be able to grow my business, to earn more money, to do more professionally, it was clear that I had to eliminate these blocks and fears. And that's what I call spiritual growth or Mm -hmm. personal growth. And so it really is, in my experience, with myself, you know, my own growth, but also, Anne-Marie, with the clients that I work with and the students that I've taught – It is the biggest motivation for growing spiritually Mm -hmm. because it's so clear what is in our way and what is blocking us. And so it's like a spiritual imperative. It's like, okay, you want to get bigger? You have to let go of some of this stuff that's holding you back and you have to release the things that are blocking you from actually being a bigger person. Yeah, and that's so true. And I think, you know, many of us, even here in Australia, I just read an article about where women in comparison to men were getting paid significantly lower for the same work that they do, you know, that they do. And often women, and I've heard even from a number of my colleagues have said, You know, I left the corporate world to start my own business because I wanted to get out from under that glass ceiling. However, what they didn't realize is those beliefs and what you've talked about today, those limiting beliefs and emotional blocks, they brought them with them into their own business and they still continue to struggle to get paid uh, what they're worth. And I know that you talk about a way, an easy way to raise that ceiling. Do you want to just talk about about that a bit? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is fun. Let's do this together. So 
I call this the blockbusting formula. And so what we want to do is we're going to specifically talk about raising your rates. So first of all, you just want to like think of what is one of your primary products or services and how much are you charging for it. So just get that in mind. And so the process that we're going to go through is one that can help get your body and your mind in alignment and your emotions in alignment with charging that greater amount. And so what's happening if you want to raise your fees, but you feel like, oh, man, I just can't do that. There's no way I can do that. That feels impossible. That's a block. So that's why I call this a block-busting formula, because it enables you to release that block. Mm -hmm. And you can actually feel the block in your body if you take time to feel it. So here's what let's do. Let's just do this together. So as a starter, I just want you to tune into your body. Just bring your attention into your body, and especially notice what you feel in your core, like in your torso, you know, your belly and your chest, because that's usually where we feel our emotions, It can actually be anywhere in the body, but that's the primary area. And so bring your attention there, and let's just take a couple of slow breaths together and allow your belly to relax and expand with each breath. So let's just do that now. Okay, so now I want you to bring to mind the rate of your primary product and service, product or service, whatever it is that you currently are charging for that, And I want you to imagine doubling that amount. Now, Anne-Marie, did you notice any change in how you felt in your torso when you imagined doubling your amount? Yes, my eyes opened and I took a little gasp. It was like, oh, (laughs) I don't know if you heard me, but it was like, oh, okay, now you've got my attention. So you took a little gasp. So Mm. tune into your core because it's possible that your chest might feel constricted. You know, if you took a little gasp, your belly might have tightened. So imagine that amount. What do you notice in that area of your body? Is there tightness or restriction anywhere? Yeah, just a little bit of tightness there. Yes. Okay. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. I want you to take the, you can use the fingers of one hand or both hands, doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. I want you to find your collarbone and go to the notch in the center where your collarbone comes together. Yes. Go down with your fingers about one inch from there and then go over to both sides about two inches. And so I'm using one hand and so I have my thumb on one side of the you know, that place, it's actually on like about two inches on either side of the sternum Mm -hmm. and an inch down below your collarbone. And I have my fingers on the other side. And if you do it with two hands, you can just have your fingers on both sides. So once you've got that point, I just want you to start tapping there kind of firmly, Mm -hmm. firm taps, like tap, 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 tap. And as you do that, let's take two slow, deep breaths, again, letting your belly expand. So let's just do that. And one more. Okay, releasing your hand, I want you to imagine that doubled rate again and again. Now notice in your body how that feels. Well, the tightness is definitely uh, not as strong. Okay, so that is a very simple process that releases the block that is being held in your body 
And the body influences the mind, influences the emotions. It's all connected together. And so if anyone was listening and they felt like, well, that wasn't much of a change, you can just keep doing it. Mm -hmm. Do it again Mm -hmm. while you take like two or three nice slow breaths and then imagine your rate being doubled again. And just keep doing it until you feel a sense of relaxation and ease in your body when you imagine doubling your rates. Mm, that's incredible. So really what you're saying then is that the fear and the anxiety and the, oh, there's no way that I could double my rates, we store that internally in our bodies and this is a great way to release that. What I believe is, you know, I'm continually growing my understanding of what is happening. But my current belief is that a belief, a belief is a energetic thing. Mm. And it's a thought pattern. It may be a pattern of thoughts because thinking, you know, well, I'm not worthy of earning that much money might have with it, you know, 50 other thoughts that go with it. So it's a pattern of thought. It's a pattern of like posture, you know, because you might even find that you sit with a different posture when you feel confident than when you feel frightened. Mm. It's a pattern of breathing. It's all, it affects your physiology and the chemicals that are flowing through your body and it affects your energy system and whatever that energy system is. Because oftentimes when I'm working with beliefs in this way, I can actually feel something that feels like it's bigger than my body. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like in my body, but I can also feel like, well, this is something sticking out of me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I believe, that thought patterns and beliefs kind of like our paradigm, it's a whole energy system that affects our emotions, our physiology, our thoughts, and of course, affects our lives. Yeah. And you know, something someone once said to me, and I think this is so true, and I've really noticed it in my own life when it was first mentioned to me, is that we go out and we get the evidence to prove our beliefs are true. So in other words, you know, what you're saying, a limiting belief is I'm not worthy, there's no way I can charge that there's something wrong with me if we're seeking the evidence we are going to continue to attract those clients and we're going to continue to be stuck those blocks are going to continue just to prevent us from getting paid what we are worth and so that's such a powerful powerful tool that you just shared now you also talk about common mistake that many people make in their pricing did you want to share what that mistake is so people can avoid it (laughs) well The common mistake that people make in their pricing, for people who do, say, coaching or Mm -hmm. some kind of a a service that may be done by the hour, the common mistake that they make is they're charging by the hour. Instead of charging by the results or the benefit that their clients will get from that work. And so what that does is it keeps them stuck in the hourly rate and there's we all only have 24 hours in a day and there's only a certain number of hours that anyone wants to work in a week and so if you are getting paid by the hour your cap no matter how much you raise your hourly rate your cap will still be based on the number of hours that you have you're willing to work in a week so the solution to that is break free of the I'm charging by the hour and start charging for results And the great benefit in that is when people really want the results that you are offering, they would be happy if you are able to deliver that in less time. 
You yes. know, they, they would be willing to pay more for the same results given in less time because everybody values their time. Yeah. And so, and this can be very difficult for people where everybody else in your industry seems to be charging by the hour. You know, again, this is one of those limiting beliefs where you would think, I can't start charging for results instead of time. Everybody else is charging for time. I know when I made the switch, it took me more time than it needed to to make that switch because I just couldn't imagine breaking free from what everybody else that I knew was doing. Mm. I think it's so true. And how often do we hear people, they're struggling and they are charging by the hour and unfortunately it's being devalued. I remember years ago when I first started my business, I transitioned into career coach and I was charging by the hour and, and developing resumes. And so many times people would ring up, they'd try and get me to lessen my fee. They would compare me to people who weren't certified, didn't have awards, yeah. all those things. And I thought, this is just ridiculous. But what you've just said is reminding us, and I can't remember who said this saying, but I've read it once. We do not get paid for the hour. We get paid for the value. And as you said, the benefits we bring to that hour. And if we can save people time, money, all of those things, that is what they're paying us for and not just the hour. It's far deeper than that, isn't it? It's the expertise we bring to the table. Yes. And, and so if you can help your clients understand and tap into what they really want to get from their work with you, they'd be willing to pay a lot more than the old hourly rate that you used to charge. That's right. So just a reminder there for everyone, if you are still charging by the hour, break free from that. Make 2013 the the year that you break through from that. And as Natalie says, you charge for the results. Now, Natalie, you've also mentioned earlier that you've got two words that you will help people to start thinking bigger, getting more clients and earning more money. I'm hanging out. What are those two words? (laughs) Well, those two words are what if, because what we often do is we have these thoughts that seem like they're sort of a permanent, you know, eternal truth, Mm -hmm. like I could never make X number of dollars per month. So to help you, it's like, well, I don't know if we use them anymore, shoehorns, right? But in the olden days, we used to use sometimes, I think my dad had shoehorns, you know, and it's a way to encourage or slip your mind into a new thought, a new possibility. And so when you find yourself having a rigid, limiting thought, you could say to yourself, what if Let's say, for example, a person is making, you know, $5,000 a month. They don't seem to be able to imagine any way that they could make double that $1,000 a month. Yeah. So you just can put in the thought, what if I could make $10,000 a month? Or what if I could get two new clients every month easily? What if I could find marketing easy and fun? What if clients started finding me and coming and asking to work with me? So all of these possibilities, this is, see, this is a way that I love to use the good old affirmations, but affirmations can have that sort of rebound effect, you know, like a boomerang effect. Yes. You say the affirmation, I now make $10,000 a month, and your mind goes, that's crap. You don't make $10,000 a month, and you know it. And 
So the affirmation went nowhere. In fact, it may have actually caused a bigger sort of negative backlash because you had so much emotion in fighting it. You know what I'm saying? Yes. But if instead you were to say the question to yourself, what if I could make $10,000 a month? What that does is it, just like you were saying earlier, that we go about seeking to prove that our beliefs are true. We look for evidence in our lives that we are worthless or whatever. When you make the statement, what if I could make $10,000 a month? Now your mind, like a truth-seeking system, is going out looking for ways that that could happen. And so those are the two powerful words that you can begin to input into your, you know, vocabulary, into your own sort of personal lexicon so that you make changes happen more easily. Yeah. And those two words, I love those two words because they have all of the possibility around it. What if? And you really can, you know, dream, but then take the action steps to see that through. Natalie, you have just shared some incredible information and I really do thank you for doing that. I think through following those steps and really recognizing, because I think recognition or identifying these unhelpful limiting beliefs and emotional blocks is really, as you said earlier, a first key step to uh, your journey of of changing that around, transforming that so that you can start to get paid uh, what you're worth. If people would like to find out more information or connect with you, how would they do that? Well, there are a couple of things that I would love to offer for anyone who's listening to this. And one is a download of the blockbusting formula. And so in this, this is the process that you and I went through together, and I've explained it with a photo showing you where to tap, and also with ideas of other ways that you can use that. And so would you like me to give you the URL, Anne-Marie, or do you have a place where you want folks to go to get that? What we'll do is uh, we'll put that on the show blurb so that you can click directly through to uh, get that handout. That's incredible. Thank you so much. I'll definitely be getting that handout because that was really a great technique. So for those of you who are subscribed to our iTunes channel, please pop across to the show page and get all of those that the handout. And of course, I think what we want people to do is leave comments, don't we, Natalie, about how they found that that technique. Yes. And 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 then I would also, uh, can I just make one more offer? Absolutely. Oh, great. Well, I would love to offer the possibility of a how to get paid what you're worth strategy session with me. And this is a complimentary session for people who are interested in the possibility of doing some coaching with me. And they'd Mm -hmm. like to see how that would be and learn if we have a connection, you know, if we feel like there's a connection between us. And so in this how to get paid what you're worth strategy session, I'd walk you through discovering what's unconsciously sabotaging you from getting paid what you're worth, creating a clear plan that describes in detail the steps you need to take to remove the unconscious blocks and leverage your time and create more income from your services. And then the one simple step you can take to immediately get into action. And so I'll have that available on that same link 
that Anne-Marie told you about just a second ago. Yeah, fantastic. So again, you go through to our show blurb and you'll be able to click through from that if you're on iTunes. And of course, if you are listening via the show page, please scroll down, click through the links, get access to the handout and of course, uh, the complimentary how to get paid what you're worth strategy session as well, which is certainly very, very generous of you, Natalie. And for those of you who also on Twitter, if you like today's show, why don't you share it with your community? Our details, our Twitter handle is at the Ambitious Pod. We'll also include Natalie's. Actually, why don't we say that here, Natalie, it is. What's your Twitter account? Do you have a Twitter account? You know, I'm not active on Twitter right now. So sorry. No, that's okay. Not a problem at all. So what we'll do is we'll just tweet uh, the Ambitious Pod. And of course, if you're on Facebook, please come and join us and keep the conversation going on the Ambitious Entrepreneur Show as well. Because I think this is such an important topic, which we've been talking about. As Natalie said before, 80% of the business can sometimes be blocked by the mental game. 80%. So if you're getting stuck, you've probably got some limiting beliefs and emotional blocks there and uh, we've certainly talked about ways on how you can overcome that and get in contact with Natalie. Once again, thank you so much for coming on the show. I've really enjoyed it and I'm going to make sure I pop across and get a copy of that handout as well. Well, you are welcome and thank you so much, Anne-Marie. It's been so fun speaking with you. This is Anne-Marie with today's inspirational tip. And it follows on from what Natalie was saying. It's all about mindset. And it's by Henry Ford. And you've probably heard it before, but I thought I'd share it again because it's such an important thing to be mindful of. If you think you can do a thing or if you think you can't do a thing, you're right. One of the things that I learned and was able to recognize many years ago was that our thoughts and our feelings impact our actions and the actions that we take impact our outcomes. And so if you think that you can do something, well, obviously you're going to put into place the action steps that you need to take to ensure that you achieve your goal. And on the flip side of the coin, if you think you can't do something, then of course you're not going to bother taking the action steps to achieve that. So whatever you're thinking, whether you can or you can't, you're absolutely right. Let that be a reminder to each of us as we continue to take the steps to increase the level of success in our business. Maybe one of your goals is to celebrate achieving your first $10,000 in the month. I think you can. Natalie thinks you can too by changing the mindset around that about your beliefs, your mindset and how very important that is. If you think this tip was helpful, why don't you go ahead and share it with your community and perhaps you might have a goal that you'd like to achieve in the next 30 days. Why don't you pop across to our show page and uh, pop that in in the comment section below. It's always great to hear what you're doing. Maybe you want to celebrate a success as well. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time, stay inspired. This is Anne-Marie. You've been listening to the Ambitious Entrepreneur Show. Do you want to promote your business to tens of thousands of other ambitious entrepreneurs, both nationally and internationally? I invite you to reach out and learn more about our customized sponsorship packages by emailing beasponsor at ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com. That's beasponsor at ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com and we'll send you out further details.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.